McGuire. You are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Welcome to those of you listening all over the world, America, whatever continent or nation you're on, and whether you're in intense conflict, like is the case with Ukraine and Russia or different other places which have intense conflict. There's not only the external weariness of military conflict that the European Union is involved in, and then you have the entire global economic system kind of wobbling. That's the experience I had just about a week ago as I was prepping for the Paul McGuire report in the studio, and we had just been hit by many, many hours of uh, weather modification weather. That's what I call it in my household. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I've done my homework. I know what I'm talk- talking about. If you want to debate me or f- refute me, as to the existence of weather modification weather, that's fine. But here are the rules of engagement. We're going to have a debate. You can present facts. I can present facts. We'll go back and forth. You will not interrupt me, and I will not interrupt you. Now, if it becomes apparently obvious in the first three minutes of the debate, when I begin to toss questions in your direction, and it's obvious to you, me, and who we're going to pick to be our judges, it's obvious to them and you and me, once again. It's obvious that you don't have the answers to the questions. You're not up to speed. You have done no homework. In fact, before we get into the debate, because I don't want to just humiliate you, uh, or worse, in front of your friends, I'm not talking about violence on my part, but, you know, when you walked around thumping on your chest like Tarzan, and now here's your day to prove it. So. Reality is weather modification, technology, weather modification, weapons, directed energy beam weapons. All of this stuff, all of these technologies started to take off with Nikola Tesla and scalar wave technology. And then it goes back before that into the late 1800s. And then as it progressed, um, wave technology, scalar waves, radar, television signals, FM, AM radio signals, and then the weaponization as well as the potential harnessing of all kinds of electromagnetic frequency waves, which can be generated and fired into the air or the ionosphere with minimal costing technology. So so the person who's going to say, that's not true, it's a conspiracy theory, um, I just remarked for about 60 seconds, there's no question but that it is true. It's 100% true because there are impeccable facts and documentation to back up the truthfulness of this technology. So this technology really took off in the 1940s. And then Russia was using it, and then America was using it, other superpowers were using it. And now we have... Uh, we're in a time where there are multiple options for what is called directed energy beam weapons, or DEW. You can use the Tesla waves. You can use essentially what is 5G cell phone technology. And by simply turning up the dial of the power on the 5G cell phone energy system, when you dial up the power, and this requires that you're, you're broadcasting. 5G transmitter has to have the capacity either built in or added on, where you need a a simple 
feature which functions as a modification of the technology. This simple feature allows you to fire more juice or more power into the unit in the input stage. And then in the output stage, this technology removes any hindrances to the release, explosion, or free flow of power. So that's what separates uh, this technology from, you know, like average cell phone technology. So, directed energy beam weapons have been used in military situations, covert situations all over the world. This is not just a matter of making an appraisal of what happened in Lahaina, Maui, and coming to a decision. I've heard from many experts in this area, and they've all said the same thing when they saw the Lahaina pictures of the devastation. They, they glanced at it, and within 60 seconds, they, they quickly remarked, this is a scalar weapon. They believed it was scalar technology. I don't know if it is or not. It could also be a cell phone type technology that goes, when you take a 5G cell tower or multiple 5G cell towers, you can not only change the content that's, that's being carried over the so-called airwaves, you can change all kinds of internal stuff being transmitted in the electromagnetic frequency. And then, in addition to that, you can turn it up to a specific numerical hertz number or a specific numerical power number, and then this will cause the ordinary cell phone to ramp up in power and effectively become um, a, a, a kill beam, a kill laser beam, simply by turning up the power. Now, the military has used this for quite a while, and they call it non-lethal uh, energy weapons, non-lethal energy weapons. And they, they mount them on, like, army jeeps and other army vehicles, etc. And if there's a violent crowd of terrorists or, you know, people who are going to cause killing or whatever, first they order the crowd to disperse. And if the crowd, after several uh, warnings that they have to disperse, refuses to stop rioting and refuses to disperse, they will then aim what's what looks like, in some cases, a rectangular HDTV, but it's painted green. And they will aim the beam from that into the crowd of people rioting, protesting, and refusing to move. Within a second, within a second after that electromagnetic frequency hits their bodies, they feel as if their entire body is burning and they are being burned alive. The heat is so agonizing that they begin to jerk and, and twist frenetically and, and then it, like they go berserk and then they run like, like as fast as they can and try to jump into water or a lake or whatever, anything, anything to cool off the fire. And then as they realize, as they're zigging and zagging in, in, in fear for their lives, they notice that if they run or, or step into one direction, you don't, they don't feel the painfulness of the electromagnetic frequency beam. The pain is gone. Why? Because they've moved out of under the direction of the electromagnetic frequency beam. That's what's happened. And so the military can use as a foundation the same technology as 5G, 5G transmission. However, you can do all kinds of things with 5G. And if you turn it all the way up, it'll cause burning and anxiety, pain. In other words, there's a whole spectrum 
of electromagnetic frequencies that are being fired out of this cell phone technology that the average person in America is clueless about. The technology can, is and has been weaponized. And let me throw this question out to you regarding the aggressive sales pitch to, to sell cell phones and laptops and stuff that are all wireless. What was the, what was the reason for the big push? Was obviously the motivation was monetary. People wanted to get filthy rich. So that was a big uh, reason in their choice. But there was another reason in their choice. This was an opportunity for the big tech mega corporations and, and globalist corporations. This was a big opportunity for them to take over and dominate the uh, scientific weapons department, the uh, technological weapons department. Uh, the electromagnetic frequency, uh, weaponization, and an entire spectrum of, of science fiction like weapons was instantly available. So that's what you can do. That's just part of what you can do with that technology. Now, you have to be aware of this. Okay, so back to the question. Is 5G technology, was it done for the purpose of building cell phones and laptops and providing communication for people? Was that the primary purpose? Maybe. I don't know. I do know they wanted to make money. I do know their whole great reset is contingent upon 5G technology, artificial intelligence, satellites, and computers. I do know that. And then I do know that um, the other potential question that some researchers and scientists and experts are making allegations about is that could it have been the initial plan of wireless technology going back to the 1940s to the present moment? Could it have been a pre-planned path to manufacture these um, 5G-powered laptops, computers, cell phones, and stuff like that? Was the primary purpose to build a national and international kind of science fiction futuristic weapon system? Was the primary purpose of 5G to build a futuristic science fiction-like all-powerful weapon system? Now, before you answer the question, let's ask a couple of questions. The people with the money, it's not the consumer who has the most money to spend on, on 5G. The person with the, the entities with the most money to spend, the endless wealth to spend on 5G weapons, are the different branches of the major military in America and around the world. So, if your goal is to take over planet Earth and rule it in a pyramid-structured uh, organizational flowchart, of which the pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar reminds us of a 3D holographic version of the picture of the uh, pyramid, the occult pyramid symbol on the back of the U.S. dollar. And on the basis of the occult pyramid symbol on, underneath the U.S. dollar is in the words written in Latin, Nuvos Order Seclorum, or New Order of the Ages, or New World Order. And later on, on the U.S. dollar, it says, Order Out of Chaos, or New World Order Out of Chaos. So the people who really run this system, the, the Luciferian world system, you know, Jesus made this remark. I talked about it the other day. Jesus Christ was not making this mark, uh, remark because he was celebrating it. Jesus Christ was making this remark because he lamented it. 
He said, for the children of this generation, this present generation in this present world system, the children born of this present world system and this present generation, which is the last day's generation, are often far, far wiser in their time. They're far wiser, far, far more perceptive in their time period, Jesus remarked, than the children of light. So Jesus was lamenting the fact. First, he was not saying this was his will, his desire, or anything like that. What Jesus was doing was lamenting the fact that when it comes to, to, to having supernatural wisdom, what Jesus was saying, unfortunately, I'm paraphrasing, he was saying, unfortunately, the children of this generation, the children who are serving the Prince of Darkness, the children who are the children of the world system and the, this present generation, According to Jesus, they are all often far wiser, far craftier, far more darkly intelligent than the children of light are, the children of God. Now, now Jesus wasn't advocating that God's children develop evil wisdom, but what Jesus Christ was advocating, which is the same thing the Holy Spirit is advocating to the church today, right now, in America and across the world. The Spirit of the Lord is telling the church that God wants it to allow Jesus to conform his church into the image of God and into the image of Jesus Christ with the mind of Christ, and that God wants us to step up our game and to begin to think and act and strategically move forward based on a supernaturally enhanced wisdom, which he has readily given us, if we take advantage of it. Okay, so what's going on is that uh, the children of this generation, remember, when you go back thousands of years into human history, there were disturbing events that happened recorded in the Bible and extra books of the Bible. And though, though that was, planet Earth was receiving the regular visitation of fallen angels or demons who had mated with human women and produced the Rephium and the Nephilim. And these were hybrid species, men and women, whose DNA was mixed with uh, the uh, DNA of, of female women. And then um, this temporary world system, which is a Luciferian world system. Remember, Lucifer is a fallen creature, but he is simultaneously a psychopathic genius. So you don't underestimate Lucifer. Jesus is greater than Lucifer, but don't underestimate the power, the science, the technology, the, the supernaturally enhanced abilities that the devil has. So the devil, from the beginning, was into science and technology and art and creativity and music and government, all kinds of things, okay? So, uh, when the fallen angels, the, the, the devil trained the fallen angels in all kinds of knowledge. And so the fallen angels, when they began to visit mankind, such was the case when the fallen angels descended upon Mount Hermon near uh, Israel. And the fallen angels descended upon Mount Hermon. They looked at human women with uh, sexual desire in their hearts, and uh, they then began to mate or marry or marry and mate human women 
and producing the hybrid race of the Rephaim and the Nephilim. But when the fallen angels first approached the human beings on Mount Hermon, they gave the human beings on Mount Hermon all kinds of, of highly advanced sciences, technology, mathematics, physics, sorcery, supernatural powers, supernatural technologies, all kinds of highly futuristic, highly advanced technology and science was already being developed by the Nephilim and the Rephaim. And um, the Rephaim and the Nephilim and the fallen angels in, in the time sequences that are appropriate, they gave this knowledge of advanced science technology and advanced sciences, they gave that to the men of planet Earth that were human and to the women of planet Earth that were human. And they also gave some somewhat frivolous things to women. For example, they, they gave the creative gift of composing, making, and applying your own makeup and how to, to, to use your perception to visibly, visibly perceive the male or female that you're going to uh, apply makeup to and you like, you like zone in on the subtle light characteristics, the, the color compositions and stuff like that. And then you make an organic substance from everything from fruit and vegetable and powdered minerals and all kinds of stuff. And then you mix it together and you would apply it to the skin and the places that women would normally uh, apply makeup, except this stuff like, like reinvents, the fallen angel makeup reinvented you. I mean, it was way, way beyond the, the results of, you know, the injections and the results of uh, with all the other procedures that good women go off and go to. So this is another technology they had. They had the technology of music and science and all kinds of stuff. So they gave that to mankind, and then mankind, including God's children, ran with themselves individually. They continued to invent, experiment, research, apply and build and manufacture these science fiction-like futuristic inventions and technologies um, all the way to the time of the Tower of Babel, all the way to the time of the Pharaoh God Kings, all the way to the time of our present moment. At the highest levels of society, not the lower levels of society. The lower levels of society are artificially blown apart by the usage of organizational compartmental techniques, both for the physical environment, but organizational uh, compartmentalization techniques that can be applied to the sociology or the social structure of the inhabitants of Mount Hermon and the inhabitants of the people of planet Earth. So this is a Luciferian system marked by the fact that we have a pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar, and that same pyramid is the generally accepted organizational flowchart accepted by secular corporations, which in turn often have the biggest secular corporations, the globalist-linked secular corporations, they, most of them, the overwhelming majority of them, have certain things in common. When you look at a prospectus or an ad for any of the major globalist corporations that control the market share of anything from soda pop to cigarettes to, to stereos to flat-screen TV, whatever it is, 
they're manufactured. And the logo, the, the actual lettering, the message, the stylization of the lettering that's being used is communicating. And then there will always be a symbol based on an occult symbol or based on an animal or a spirit or uh, involving some other occult message they want to communicate. So when you see these ads like Who Controls Planet Earth, and it talks about BlackRock and uh, State Street and uh, another huge, massive financial institution, and then you see the fact that through interlocking directorates, they own every part and parcel of the global economy, and that not only that, when you see pictures of the global economy, you will often see the pictures of these mega corporations in, in relatively large letters, and then their their logo or the visual symbol that they place next to the name of their company. And again, uh, the majority of the time in the lettering or the visual symbol, there is a very clear occult message, satanic message, Luciferian message or free Masonic, Rosicrucian, Illuminati message that is embedded into the biggest globalist corporation logos in the world. And I don't want to name different companies because of legal reasons, but I could take a walk with you and we could go to the grocery store, we could go to a car dealership, we could go to an electronics store, we could go to a fast food restaurant, we could go to every kind of business there is. Insurance companies, uh, look at the cars. The cars, they all, they all use occult l logos. They all use occult slogans and lettering. Even the name of the companies or the name of their, their big products are given an occult double meaning. So you see, this is the world. This is a projection of what Mystery Babylon is all about. It's a projection of that. And the other projection is the fact that in our lifetime, these mega financial interests are controlling the world through the use of what has been called fallen angel technology and uh, principalities and powers and demons and, and, and uh, fallen angels of different rankings. They, they have all embedded man with the scientific formulas and the, the mathematical structures the inventions, the understandings necessary to, to turn our world into, eventually, they believe it will be a science fiction paradise or an engineering utopia, or as Aldous Huxley called it, the scientific dictatorship. So we're right here. We're, we're right here in the moment where the world is on the precipice of its final and ultimate transformation. This time period has never occurred before. So we're on the edge of the final uh, end-time transformation of mankind and culture and society, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this period of time, which the Bible calls the last days, there will be a rising of evil, the rising of Antichrist, the rising of false prophet. And mankind will do what he did in pre previous seasons on planet Earth, where the wickedness in mankind began to escalate to such a point, like uh, in the days of Noah and in other time periods, the wickedness, the corruption, the defilement of the genetic codes, the defilement of everything that was good in the eyes of God, just runs amok and destroys society. 
And so the only way <clears throat> to strategically and effectively stop this is, number one, we have to recognize now, because we have no more time left to delay and play games regarding recognizing what's really going on now. So at this point in history, like immediately, like at this very moment, we need to move our will, our, our thoughts, our ideas, our identity. We, re, we need to move it, and we need to position it in a, a control realm of our world and make sure that it, is, that his, it has been downloaded with the enormous futuristic technologies and sciences and information and knowledge of the Word of God. We should be at a, a peak performance precipice. Are the learning, the study, the discipline with God and with things that are concurrent with God has accelerated and magnified. So, knowing all that, when we ponder strategy and we look at the nature of the spiritual battle that we are in personally, the spiritual battle that we're in as a nation, a family, or a community, or whatever, when we examine the nature of the spiritual battle that we have been in, we, we have to humbly recognize that the reality of the matter is this, that we as the body of Christ, we as those who have professed to be Christians, and those who came before us ever since the late 1800s who professed to be Christians, and those who in those pivotal time periods developed a theology of retreatism, both that group of people and our group of people have to come together before a holy God and repent to God, ask Jesus Christ for forgiveness by his blood, for committing the abomination of a sin called apathy and slothfulness, and pretending not to see the great evil, and pretending to be blind, pretending to be deaf. The list of the sins of the body of Christ in America could be piled to high heaven. And so we must immediately stop turn our hearts and minds to God as, as we can and talk directly to God and ask God directly for forgiveness of sins, forgiveness of apathy, forgiveness for whatever the Lord is convicting you of regarding the great spiritual battle. And after you have got down to business with God, repenting of your sins, asking him to cleanse you with the blood of Jesus Christ and filling you with the power of the Holy Spirit, then you can re-engage, and then you go into phase two. You seek the Lord with everything in you. You receive power from on high, and then you move forward step by step in obedience to whatever the Lord commands you, in obedience to whatever the Lord commands you. You move forward. And if a significant remnant, it could be 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%, or more, but it could be, I believe, as low as 1% of the general population. If that percentage or remnant begins to repent before God, touch on the things that are important to God in prayer, and begins to pray for this nation, specifically calling down the power of God in this nation to rescue it and deliver it from being capsized by the armies of Lucifer. Because that's where we are. And so if we will take the stand that the Lord has given us his supernatural power to take, in other words, we are being ordered by God right now. And when you're ordered by God, you don't have the luxury 
of debating whether or not you're going to do it. This isn't a, a, a democracy. God is a sovereign king. When the sovereign king commands us to do something, we do it. End of story. That's It's over. We do whatever God commands us to do. So God is commanding us to occupy until he comes. So at this moment, our responsibility is to come before God boldly through the blood of Jesus Christ, receiving his forgiveness, receiving his supernatural inflowing of the power of his Holy Spirit, and then under an unbelievably power, and then after an unbelievably massive outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon us and our communities and our fellowships, the Lord God infuses us supernaturally with power from on high. And while we're moving, thinking, and operating, in, in that state called power from on high, it's in that place that we win the spiritual battle and the powers of darkness are surrender and are defeated. And then at some point, the Lord returns at his second coming. Jesus Christ returns at his second coming. So the critical thing here is to understand that there has been an integration of very advanced technology going back thousands of years, but an integration of very advanced biology, genetics, science, uh, directed energy beam weapons, multiple dimension energy sources. There has been a quantum growth in this area of science. And so we are to be up to speed about it, know how to utilize it for kingdom purposes. And then, of course, absolutely, make sure that we know what we can do spiritually and practically to protect ourselves from being destroyed, killed, taken down, or immobilized by these various forms of uh, directed energy beam weapons, because that is the battle. Now, if you visit paulmcguire.us, that's paulmcguire.us, you can help us spread this message in a bunch of ways. Send the link of this program to your friends, tell them to watch it, sign up and like and follow and join our mailing lists, our e-blast lists at paulmcguire.us. Spread the word about it. Ask the Lord what you can give financially, and then whatever God tells you to do, simply do it. Pray for us as intercessory prayer warriors, and move forward and be an agent of change among the lives of your friends. Use wisdom, be strategic, but but be somebody that has an agenda, which should be to wake your friends up out of their trance state, and because that's embarrassing before God to be in a trance state. Uh, that God is not going to be, you know, endlessly. Uh, Oh, you poor little baby to all the people who chose to go into a trance state. The trans, when, you, when you commit the sin of total selfishness and go into a trance state, you jeopardize the lives and well-being of every child, every adult, every Christian, every ministry that you know. So that one act of selfishness can reproduce itself in a hundred different forms in very devastating ways. So go to paulmcguire.us, that's paulmcguire.us, step out and we're not entertainment. You know, join with us. A dedicated minority of any size can change the direction of the so-called majority. Size is not the final deciding factor in the conflict. If you believe size is the deciding factor in the conflict, then you have a very shallow understanding of the secrets of physics and God's supernatural power and the nature of power in this world and in this universe. God has given us, yeah, you and me, God has given us the most awesome, powerful, supernatural weapons. 
But the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. But the weapons of our warfare, the spiritual warfare, are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So these weapons are so, they're so mighty, they're so powerful, that when they, they are fired or detonated um, in the area of strongholds, then they will successfully tear down those strongholds. What is a stronghold? A stronghold is a false satanic belief system where God's people or people are deceived, and so they believe lies, and Satan is able to hold them as prisoners because they've allowed themselves to believe lies and false doctrine. And it's epidemic in the body of Christ, people believing lies, deception. And that's just what the devil wants. That's what he uses the media for and the the various agencies to spread lies. And lies are spread only if the ground is fertile to grow uh, endless crops of infected, diseased, you know, agriculture. The, 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 the name of the game is to acquire knowledge, which gives you power. You know what you're talking about. You have rock-solid power, and you can apply this kind of thing. So I encourage you to go to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Take advantage of all our free videos and audio and articles and everything else. And be sure to go to the area and check out all the different... Um, Social media sites we use, podcasting, video sites. Check it all out. Be familiar with it and send it to your friends. This is Paul McGuire. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. Okay, we know that Satan wants to be God, and he's in the middle of leading a revolution against God with his fallen angels, territorial spirits, and all those human beings who have chosen to follow Satan and those that will receive uh, the mark of the beast, which is a biochip, nanochip, possibly neural implant, where you can't enter into the global economic system unless you pledge to worship the Antichrist as God, you pledge to reject Jesus Christ as Lord, and then you choose to accept the mark of the beast, which is based on Worshiping the Antichrist as God. The mark of the beast is some kind of microchip implant, neural implant, uh, nanochip implant. It is that technology. Now remember, the Great Reset, their goal is the same thing as the previous New World Order. They are all about bringing in a one world government, one world religion, one world economic system. That has been warned about in the Bible for thousands of years. The New World Order, as described in the Bible, beginning in the book of Genesis, when it outlines what was going on with the ancient Babylon at the time of the Tower of Babel, God went down to check it out before he judged them. And what God observed in ancient Babylon was that they were all about building a one-world government, one-world religion, and one-world economic system. So, once again, you have this repeated theme of a global government, global religion, global economic system, ruled by Antichrist and a Luciferian elite. This is is a warning of what is going to happen repeated throughout the Bible. And so it is largely happening in our lifetime. That's why it's in our lifetime that we have these mysterious vax campaigns, 
where under a microscope, certain ingredients or components of these uh, vaccines and, and genetic, man-made genetic materials, they are named not just in one area, but I've looked at multiple areas where you, you get a government patent for inventing something. It could be an enzyme. It could be discovering a new molecule. It could be anything. And so these super elites have been so arrogant that they have named the, the sub-molecular microscopic world of, of genetics and genes and enzymes of genes and all kinds of things that uh, were part of God's creation, either through sinful rebellion by men or the, the perfect will of God. So these arrogant people, the wicked, they, they, they're using names like Luciferface uh, or, or Lucerion or, or all these names which literally mean Lucifer or the devil. So they're naming microscopic scopic genetic components, vaccines, and everything else. They're naming it with outright in-your-face Luciferian names. What does that tell you in plain English about who these people are? If you're running around like clueless Tommy or clueless Joey or clueless Susie, forgive me if I named your name, I'm not talking to you, but if you were somebody like that, clueless, okay, clueless, and these people are running around, and they're the wealthiest people on planet Earth, they, they, they don't have souls, they don't have a conscience. You're assuming that they go to bed at night, lay their head on the pillow. You're making a fatal decision. I'm talking to pastors and Christian ministers and Christians who minister to people either professionally or full-time or part-time or whatever. That's the number one on my list. I'm talking to you not because I dislike you or I think I'm better than you. I'm talking to you directly because, number one, you happen to be listening at this moment, and the Holy Spirit has given me a message. So hear the word of the Lord. Nobody's looking between you and God. It is my responsibility and your responsibility. The people that God has given leadership to and platforms to and abilities to, it is therefore our responsibility to function as faithful watchmen on the wall and know about the grave dangers that are coming on the horizon very quickly towards God's people with the intent of total destruction and annihilation. Now, if you don't believe that, or you think I just, you know, grossly embellished the reality, then we have a problem here. But your problem isn't with me. What is preventing you from functioning according to God's will is the fact that you have absorbed illusions, falsehood, lies, propaganda, social engineering, call it whatever you want to call it. And so you've absorbed that in your being, and it is blocking you and preventing you from seeing reality the way it really is, and it's blocking you and preventing you from seeing reality the way it really will be in the oncoming months, days, and years. Because you don't have to be a rocket science to project out where we're going, with mathematical precision, by the way. If you can't make a relatively rational assessment of where we're going in the United States in the next number of years, then, then I would simply just suggest to you, you, you need to quit goofing off and do research and think about it and pray. Because how could, for crying out loud, how can you minister to anybody faithfully in today's world if you don't know the truth? If you're just empty on the inside with a lot of, you know, pumped-up sunshine and happy ideas, that's not going to cut it. You have to know where we are 
in in the grand scheme of things. You have to know where we are in terms of space and time and history itself. We are in the zone of the pivotal moment. And and what what is being orchestrated by men right now is an open rebellion from God. They're building a new world order. That is the real name of the Great Reset. The Great Reset decided they would no longer use the word New World Order because it had too many negative connotations. The Great Reset are the wealthiest men and women on planet Earth. They have organized to to dominate planet Earth via all kinds of technologies, especially computer, internet technologies, and genetic technologies, and many other technologies. They, They see themselves as the gods of planet Earth, and they are going at high speed and they've been talking about it openly and publishing it, their ideas for you know centuries. But now is the time. Now is the time that they are moving very quickly, and they're going to create a one-world government. They will be in charge. Uh, they're working in partnership with the United Nations and UNESCO and uh, many politicians in many nations, including America. And what you have to understand is that they're going around using uh, scientific propaganda on the people. So they're telling the people globally, they're saying, uh, regarding what their uh, Great Reset is going to bring in, they're saying to the people, you will never be happier in your whole life, but you will own absolutely nothing. So the idea is they're saying you'll, you'll never be happier. You won't own anything at all. But then again, you'll never be happier in your life. Now, that's a lie. It's a lie because they know that is a promise impossible to deliver. The the bottom, cruel, nasty truth is, and you've got to know the truth or you're going to lead your people into a Hitlerian future with its own version of concentration camps and the Holocaust. Do you think I'm exaggerating? Do you think I'm crazy? No. No. If anybody's crazy, it's not me. It's you. You don't already know what I'm telling you, and I'm not trying to hurt your ego or, you know, be mean. But I'm simply trying to say, you've got to wake up. There isn't much time. But you can't wake up if you're addicted to lies and illusions and delusions and propaganda. So, the model of Adolf Hitler, the Jews were absolutely convinced. This is an intelligent culture and race. But they were absolutely convinced, up to the very final moments, that all these rumors, they said, and all these conspiracy theories, they said, about, you know, millions of Jews being slaughtered in concentration camps and tortured in concentration camps. These rumors they kept hearing about, you know, Nazi soldiers marching in the streets and killing their their fellow uh, uh, Germans. Well, the Jews kept saying, it can't happen here. So when they heard the rumors, they, they, they got rid of them, and they said, well, that can't happen here. What that, what that means is, what you're telling me is too outrageous, therefore I don't believe it. There's no way. Now, you don't have any facts to support what you're saying. You're just flying high in an adrenaline reaction mode, and you're, and you're getting angry, and you're saying, you know, I don't believe it can ever happen here. We have, you know, then, then they'll recite a bunch of nonsense. So we have a, a report with, with checks and balances and all this stuff that, you know, theoretically and on an idealistic level, yes, we once did have that stuff, but it's been so degraded. If that's what you're counting on for your deliverance, it's not going to happen. So they kept, the Jews kept saying it can't happen here. And then so it did happen here. The Nazis, starting with only 4% of the population, 
With only 4% of the population, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis went street corner to street corner holding rallies. Hitler mesmerized the people. The people rallied behind them. Hitler promised to defeat the enemies of the German people because they were starving at that particular moment. And Hitler was elected the prime minister of Nazi Germany. And Hitler pulled in secretly into his German army and his German high-level occult secret society, uh, uh, you know, inner council. The inner council for the Nazis and Hitler were these highest-level members of dark, satanic, and occultic and secret societies. So what happened was uh, Hitler began to bring into his inner circle um, high-level occult scientists, Satanists who were scientists and occultists, mathematicians, heads of secret societies, uh, people with like infinite wealth. And uh, Hitler used all these occult technologies like scientific mind control and energy beam power and scalar wave technology power. And uh, uh, he, he, he's the first to, to use chemtrails to spray out psychiatric chemicals that would that would pacify the German people. Chemicals like fluoride would be artificially inserted into the water supply because of its tranquilizing drug nature. So this is the advent of the scientific dictatorship. And remember, uh, Aldous Huxley wrote Brave New World in 1922. So in 1922, when the book was published, Huxley had a pretty very clear vision of what this futuristic world was going to be. And, and it's shocking, but it's happening all around us. So when we look at the technology that we're dealing with, we have to get up to speed about what's going on. Okay, or we can't understand anything. Okay, the term that is now being used by many transhumanist scientists is called augmented humans. Augmented humans increasing mortality in 5G radiation fields. Okay, so what this means is that people who have been genetically augmented, that's a code word for their supposedly having, quote, a biological enhancement. Uh, and, and what they mean by that is if, you, if your body has received the synthetic DNA, the synthetic nanobots, the graphene oxide, the other chemicals, and the other uh, uh, biological computer systems in their in their public being because they got the vaccine, uh, they are being referred to as augmented humans. And uh, the problem with that is that all of the people who received the vaccine, and the jury is still out as to whether or not People who did not get the vaccine, but, you know, got uh, infected with, with the vaccine uh, from people who were vaccinated with the vaccine because they had uh, the, the components of the COVID-19 uh, can move from one body to another. And that's what the research says. But I don't know to what degree. Uh, you could transfer nanobots. I'm not saying you, you couldn't. 
Now, if that's upset you, I apologize, but scientists don't have a conclusive answer here. I'm moving you into the direction of an answer that you will thank me for, if you have any class, you will thank me for it sometime if you ever meet me. Because what I'm going to share with you has the potential to save your life, your, your offspring, your children, your grandchildren, the people you know. And if you're lied to by somebody who says they love you in the name of Jesus, but they lie to you and don't tell you of the great dangers that are literally at their door, they don't love you any more than somebody who would allow you to say, when you, when you heard rumors of people being taken to concentration camps, and uh, you responded, oh, I don't believe that. You know, it can't happen here. Well, a lot of people just patted you on the back and, and allowed you to, to, to be killed in a concentration camp. Other people got in your face and got committed to you and did everything in their power to, to break that lie or translate off of you and set you free so you could recognize a very clear and ever-present danger. And that's where we are in society right now. To deny it isn't going to do you any good. Okay, so what they have found is that nanomaterials, nanomaterials are like biological computers made with non-living, uh, non-human genetic living parts or they can grow. See, in the vaccine, it has been alleged by some medical researchers that within the vaccine, there's what, what, can, what is part of the vaccine are these nanomaterials, these self-growing, self-assembling nanobots, which can be fairly large, and they grow inside of you. I Look, I know this, what I'm saying to you, is absolutely disgusting. It's absolutely outrageous. outrageous okay, I know that. And you're tempted to, to turn it off and, you know, Go disappear and stuff. I understand that, okay? I understand how difficult this is. But what I'm saying to you, as repulsive and disgusting and potentially fear-mongering, this, this could be misconstrued as, I wish it wasn't th- this way, okay? I'm sorry. I really wish it wasn't this way. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Because the reality is that what has happened in America and the rest of the world is beyond even my perception and observation. The level of evil that has managed to maneuver itself into the highest level positions of control and dominance and rule, this satanic cabal has literally taken over planet Earth. And so everything I'm describing to you, I understand the fact, and you understand the fact, that everything I'm describing to you right now if you didn't know me and didn't know my track record and didn't know my, my, uh, the respect that I am given for clarity and analysis, you could easily you know, misinterpret that this, this, this is way out there, man. This is too far. Hey, look, I get it. It's even too far out for me. I get it. Believe me. Don't think I don't get it. I get it. This is like crazy talk. Okay? This should, I only wish and pray that what I was writing and saying were, were the rumblings of a madman. But they're not. Unfortunately, they are a precise communication from somebody who's spent over 45 years doing intensive research. And so the message that I'm delivering you today is really no different than the opportunity the Jews got when, when people tried to save their lives and said, you know, there's concentration camps, they're rounding people up, they're burning them in ovens and stuff and killing off hundreds of thousands of people. And the Jews would respond overwhelmingly, I don't believe it. It can't happen here. It can't happen here. 
And so it continued to happen, and it continued to grow and spread. And even though they were continually given, you know, proof, pictures, testimonies of people that were being sent to these concentration camps, they couldn't bring themselves to believe it was true. Okay, but it is true, and it's happening here. That Nazi mentality, that spirit of Antichrist, has temporarily infected America. We can now, at this juncture, there is still time to stand up in a law-abiding, peaceful way, stand up being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, trust that God will give you wisdom, dress appropriately. You say, why would you say dress appropriately? I shouldn't have to say it. Good Bible teaching would instill that. You don't even have to directly address it. Good Bible teaching itself, if you were receiving it, would, would expose you to the answer that you need to dress well. You say, well, where does it say that in the Bible? It says that in the Bible in numerous places, such as the teaching where we are taught that we are ambassadors for Christ. And that when we get, like, you know, ambassadors who are stationed in a foreign nation, and you have to speak like them, dress like them, act like them, assuming they're not causing you to sin. You dress like them, act like them, and you're a diplomat or whatever in a foreign nation. But you have to dress in a way that is both appealing to them, and you have to dress in a way that makes you look like you have your act together and, and helps you present yourself as a credible spokesperson. So when I say you have to dress the part, I am incorporating the teachings in the Bible that admonish believers who are ministering, who are functioning as ambassadors for Christ, that you have to conduct, speak, act, dress, carry yourself in a certain way. You can't be who you're not, but you can be the best that you can be. Otherwise, you need, don't say anything, because what that old saying, which says, what you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear you. You can't violate a culture's common uh, attire for social interactions. You have to violate that. You have to speak to the culture. Okay, so the critical thing here is this report that I'm reading on 5G technology. And many respected scientists and medical researchers and, and professors and scientists and all kinds of things are, are coming up in the last several years for example, the, the, according to many doctors and medical researchers, the very fact that you're vaccinated, that you're vaccinated from COVID-19, doesn't, oh, okay, even though you've been vaccinated, this is the weird part, even though you have been vaccinated, you are not immune from developing many of the negative things that the vaccine has to offer, such as the potential of growing in your inner physical being, growing, self-assembling nanobots. Now, I don't want to scare you, but I'm going to be blunt and kind of shocking. I've seen pictures of these metallic erector set type constructions taken out of people's bodies and heart, arteries and everything else. And what, what they're supposed to be, according to these scientists, are self-assembling nanobots or nanoparticles. So they get injected with a jab or whatever into the human bloodstream, and then they grow. They feed off human blood, and listen to this. They grow because they, they not only feed off human blood, they feed off electromagnetic frequency energy. So 
pulses from a cell phone, pulses from your laptop, pulses from any kind of Wi-Fi system that's sending electromagnetic frequency energy towards you as a person. If you have that technology already embedded in you, that self-assembling nanotech technology will start to grow antennas. I know it's gross. I know it's freaky, but guess what? Unfortunately, it's true. They, they will grow antennas, and they will suck the electromagnetic frequency energy. Um, they will either feed your being with, with electromagnetic frequency energy, causing those things to grow and, and enhance. Okay, so they can be self-growing if they're exposed to cell-like electromagnetic frequency energy. I know it's freaky, man. It's freakier than any science fiction movie I've ever seen in my life. I will totally admit it. Okay, so so people are taking this stuff, and every other week or month, the facts change. So, look, you're going to have to constantly review the facts, but the, because the people, especially on the, the side of the people that are pro-vaccine, they are not being accountable. They are not giving us regular updates and full disclosure regarding life or death facts uh, concerning the vaccine, the vaccination, and concerning COVID-19, concerning variants, et cetera, et cetera. And that should bother you. Okay. There are basic chemi- there are basic alternative medicine chemicals. Basic alternative medicine compounds. There are herbs. There are vitamins. Uh, there is alternative medicine. I am not saying you should not consult your doctor. I would say the first thing you should do is to consult your doctor, assuming your doctor either has a biblical worldview or assuming your doctor is, is sympathetic and, and can work in partnership with you and honor your biblical worldview. But you can't fall asleep when you're making your evaluation. It's a life and death matter. Um, the problem with, with doctors that, that believe that the vaccination uh, is doing good things, it's hard to not observe the, the, the cruel reality that they've already drank the Kool-Aid. And, and how are you going to trust them to give a non-distorted, non-hallucinatory, non-hyper-paranoid uh, 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 future scenario regarding the vaccine and COVID-19. How can you trust them? You can't. You can't. So what you have to understand is the vaccination, we're going to move now from a micro level to a macro level, a satellite point of view. Okay, the, 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 the flashing red light in our discussion here, the mind-blowing reveal here, okay, is that we're going to look at this from a, a global perspective. And what you will see is that the COVID-19 bacteriological weapon, which is what many people think it was. Many people believe or allege that uh, the COVID-19 pandemic was created specifically to be a bioweapon by a bioweapons laboratory in Wuhan, China. So they believe it was intentionally built as a bioweapon and spread from Wuhan, China, across the world and into the United States. There are many people who allege that the actual um, technology of 5G electromagnetic frequency technology, there are people who allege that that technology, 5G technology, it was built first and foremost to be a weapon, to be a kill weapon, and that was its primary function. 
after and only after fulfilling its primary function as a kill weapon was um, 5G technology even to be considered for laptops, computers, cell phones, uh, 5G cell towers, and things like that. So, so if that is true, that should cause a complete flip-flop in your mind. You shouldn't be thinking of 5G technology, first of all, as your friend, your cell phone, your laptop, and all your great electronic devices. You should flip, like now, and see it for what it is. You purchased your own uh, weaponized cell phone and uh, weaponized 5G. And that means every cell phone tower you see, every person who has a cell phone with 5G, every electronic device you have, car or whatever, that has cell phone 5G, it is all broadcasting and transmitting dangerous, potentially kill-like electromagnetic frequencies which when they beam into the body of any person who has been given the vax, that the people who already have the vax are being infused with an energy that is causing the growth and the development and the life force of um, this, this uh, technology, the biochip, nanochip implants. It's causing them to grow. They're feeding off the energy from the cell phones and they're feeding off the blood in, in the human beings. Now, so, um, the leaders in the United States and the United Nations, well, you know, the United Nations, every time you look at the United Nations, do they any in any way, shape, or form even remotely come off like group of groups of people that actually care about you, that love, about, love you, that are concerned about you? No. The United Nations and all its royal executives come off like, like mobsters, like people who are in dirty business, and they, they have a lust. It's obvious when you see them on television. The, the, the high officers of the United Nations have this lust for power, and they look down on you and me, and they want to see, they, they believe in the religion of humanism, the religion of a one-world government, one-world religion, and one-world economic system. And they're not saying it to your face, but their ultimate plan behind the scenes is, and they wrote about this in the 1940s. I remember reading it when I was an atheist, agnostic, and New Age counterculture member. The United Nations was planning a world government from 1948 when they started the United Nations in Manhattan. And that they are going to bring in a world government by bringing in a one-world economic system, a one-world uh, uh, religion and a one-world government. And the UN is building that global system, which is connected to the Great Reset. And this technology, this technology is everything in their dark, dark plans. Everything in their dark, dark plans. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. <laughs> 